60 seconds from your shot caller question of the day. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. But first, how do you guys feel about leftover pizza? Oh, so good. Delicious. I don't like leftovers. Mm-hmm. I will eat leftover pizza. Yeah, I always get really ambitious and I put it in the refrigerator mm-hmm. waiting to reheat it, but then I just never get to it. Really? It goes bad? Yeah. It, I never get to it because my husband just eats it. Like, yeah. it's never left for me. Well, the question is, what's the best method to reheat leftover pizza? Mm-hmm. Dude, I always microwave it oven. for 15 seconds. Always oven for me. Easy... Oven on a cookie sheet. I mean, you can eat it cold. But... The easy way is to just pop it in the microwave. But, you know, if you reheat your pizza in the microwave, it tends to get kind of soggy. Well, a little yeah. bit weird. And it's like, almost like chewy. Yeah. yeah. But you also don't want to take the time to reheat it in the oven because that's like an hour-long process. Yeah, it's worth it, like you guys. It. It's worth it. So, you might as well rebake a fresh pizza. Yeah, exactly. So what's a hungry, lazy person supposed oh, to do okay. <laughs> to get some reheated pizza? Just cold? Well, Domino's in Australia just shared a hack for reheating your pie in the microwave so it doesn't become soggy. You just need to put a glass of water next to it in the microwave, and then heat it up for 30 to 45 seconds. What? It steams it? Apparently, the water helps the base of the pizza stay crispy, but then lets the cheese melt, and you'll have leftover pizza that's nice and not soggy. I feel like this is good enough for a trial for everyone at home. Excuse to eat two pieces of pizza (laughs) instead of one. I mean, I'm definitely no expert on reheating pizza, but we're pretty well-versed in self-electrocution. And I'm pretty sure if you put a glass of water next to us Uh while we get shocked, it hurts less. (laughs) I think no. more. I think that'd be a more. Well, I think it's electricity and water, not yeah. good. Let's do a little experiment right now because it's time for the shot caller question of the day. Okay. We're going to draw a name out of a bucket, figure out who puts on the shot caller. That person gets asked a trivia question. If you get it wrong, you get punished by being shocked while singing a song. So text in to 78592. Tell us what tune do you want to hear as we get shocked. I'm drawing a name out of the bucket because I had the shot caller last, and I got... Brooke, sorry I can't today, Fox. <laughs> what does that even mean? I know. You do? Yeah. Oh. Just can't even. I can't. Oh, is that it? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's something it's that not. she tells her husband That's in the bedroom. Oh. Yeah. Every day I she see. says that. Yeah. Yeah. God, you guys. All right. Is it always my fault? <laughs> Could be his fault, you know. Just say Uh-oh. yes once, yeah. Brooke. It's really bad when he's not Just the give your husband a chance. <laughs> Anyway, Brooke's putting on the shot collar while she does that. Digital Jake, please read the shot collar question of the day. During a hot and balmy summer afternoon in 1853, a chef at a restaurant in Saratoga Springs, New York, was a bit hot and bothered themselves. Not because of the weather, it turns out a fussy diner kept sending a dish back to the kitchen for not being cooked the way he wanted it. Oh my god, I hate these people. So finally the chef had enough and over-seasoned and overcooked his food so much so that it actually changed the texture and taste. To his surprise, when the diner received the new creation, he was apparently overjoyed and ordered more. And because of that moment, a certain type of food was created that would go on to become an $8 billion a year industry. Name that food creation. What year was this that this happened? This was the hot and balmy summer of 1853. We all remember that summer. 1853, my God. Okay, so, man, the first thought is what is overcooked, you know, like, and, and my first thought is something that's really hard and really salty, and that's a cracker. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty good. What, what was that supposed to be? Like some toast? I don't know. It was like supposed to be toast, but he didn't toast it right, and they just kept cooking it till it was a cracker. Well, I'm guess. trying to think, what method could you cook something so much, that it would but it'd change. still be good? And I think frying would be the only thing that you could just fry the heck out of something, and it's still pretty darn good when it's out. So maybe he wanted mashed potatoes, and they fried it, and suddenly we have it's French like, fries. Oh. 
Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like cook it more. Do this. Or maybe like Add hash a browns. Bunch of salt, and like, then he dropped them. Oh, yeah, hash browns, and they're so good when they're a little burnt. Ooh. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, good. hash browns are good. I mean, it can't be something like pasta because you. I mean, like if you overcook that, it just turns into oh, mush, right? Gross. So like it has to be something. What about that would well, turn. no. What about if you overcook pasta and you make lasagna? You keep over seasoning yeah, and overcooking it. But that's an Italian it. thing. It wouldn't be an American thing. I heard Maybe at Taco Bell they fry pasta and it turns into those little cinnamon twists that they have. <laughs> really? Is that how they Yeah, it's their pasta. Churros? Isn't no, that messed up? No. Yeah. No way. You guys should be on TikTok more. No I, way. I don't know that I would believe everything I saw sure. on TikTok. Please text in if you've seen the cinnamon twists on TikTok <laughs> that are made of pasta. Okay. I feel like we're getting farther away from the answer. Okay. Okay. Let's hear the question one more time. Yeah. One picky diner is somewhat responsible for an $8 billion food industry. After sending back a dish to the kitchen of a New York restaurant, one chef had enough and overcooked and overseasoned the food, creating a whole new variety of food and changing the way the world snacks forever. Please snacks. name that food. I keep thinking French fries now or tater tots. I can't get I know. I mean, when you, when initially when people say overcook, like somebody's sending it back, I always think of meat. Yeah. But like I don't steak. know what like a steak could be turned into besides like a hockey puck. You Jerky. Know? Jerky. Oh, actually, jerky. That's, mm-hmm. that's actually bad. not a bad idea. But jerky is like dehydrated. I know, and, and it's smoked. For... Okay, I'm going to go with, I kind of like french fries. Me I too. like the idea of potatoes being overdone, and everybody's loving potatoes in the 1800s. And if they were like mashed or they you were know, Really important to them back then, yeah. those potatoes. Okay, I'm going to go with potatoes to french fries. During a hot summer afternoon in 1853, a chef at a restaurant in Saratoga Springs, New York, was frustrated because a fussy diner kept sending back a dish of french fried potatoes to the kitchen. Legend has it the patron kept saying they were too thick and not pleasing to eat. So finally the chef had enough and sliced them super thin, overseasoned them, and overcooked the french fried potatoes, Uh which in turn uh, accidentally created the humble potato chip. Oh, jeez! So we were on the right track. You guys were right there. So they had fries, but They had fries and then they turned them into chips. So much sense, man. Uh, And that's how the potato chip was born. I mean, I'm with him though. Fat fries, ugh. Yeah, yeah, like the be texture. Fries. You don't like steak oh fries? Oh my god, yeah. no! Shoe it makes me Get gag. They need to be crispy Serious. on the outside. I like give me shoestring any day of the Thank week. You. Oh, shoestring. Shoestring. Thank you. No, shoestring. We're gonna get so many texts right. well, more than anything. Yeah, you gotta cool down, Brooke, and maybe you can cool off while singing "Ice Ice Baby" oh my by god. Vanilla Ice. Oh. There we go. Great segue, Jeff. Yeah. Anyway, Thanks. I love JoJo's. That was good. Everyone texting in, I love JoJo's. All right, stop. <laughs> Collaborate and listen. I was back with a brand new invention. Something in. grabs a hold of me tightly. Flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, Yo I don't know. know. Turn off the flights. Your lights and all glow. <laughs> to the extreme, I rock you like a vandal. Light up a stage and wax with that. <laughs> all right. Ow. It says wax a chump like a candle. Yes, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, turn on the scene and well, wax a chump okay. like a candle. That's Damn. your, that's your daily Ow. dose of a white woman trying to rap. <laughs> there you I'm go. dissecting the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, you're <laughs> welcome. Chump like a candle. Well, Just yeah, disappointed in the lyrics chump. of Vanilla Ice. You know okay. what? I didn't do much worse than Vanilla Ice, okay? <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. <laughs> that's your shot caller question of the day. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. All right, it's time for your phone tap. And today we call a woman who lives in one of your average suburban neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. And she's been dealing with a little bit of an annoyance lately. Because for the last few weeks, she's been complaining to her husband about a drone that's been flying around their house. Oh, Oh, dude, there's one in my neighborhood, too. they're loud, Yeah, people use it every day. They're just like... Yeah, the thing is she has no idea who it belongs to, but it's making her nervous. Oh. 
because of cameras mm-hmm. and stuff. So her husband had an idea. Why not set her up for a prank call? Uh-huh. <laughs> That'll make her feel better. Where he would be in the house while it happened, texting our own Brooke Fox, no. giving her updates about what's going on during <laughs> no. their conversation. Yeah. It was really good. So wow. how will it play out? Hear it in your brand new phone tap right now. It's another phone tap. And weekday mornings on the 20s. Hello? Hi, I'm looking for Nicole. This is Nicole. Oh, hi. This is Janelle. I live a couple houses down from you on Drive. I don't think we've met before, have we? No, we haven't had a chance. It's good to talk to you. And, you know, I just got to say, I am so sorry to bother you. I hope this is an okay time. Oh, no worries at all. Well, I wanted to call because you may have noticed my son recently got a drone for his birthday. Ugh. Oh, that's that's your drone? Oh, you have heard it. I am so sorry. No, we were wondering. We've been seeing it for the past month. I've... I had no idea that that was a little kid's drone. That's Ugh, so funny. I know. Kids these days. Uh, any, <laughs> I, you know, I hate to be calling about the drone. It's already caused so many problems. But he accidentally crashed it on your roof earlier today. Oh, oh no. Yeah. So we were hoping you or your husband could maybe just go up there and retrieve it for us. Oh, it actually landed there. Oh, yes. I am sorry. I know it's a bother. Oh. I'm sure I can have my husband go get it for you. I'm sure he won't mind. Oh, That's no you problem. guys, that is great. I mean, just when you get it, just don't look at the video, okay? Because there's some embarrassing stuff on there. Oh, like what? What do you mean? Oh, I shouldn't have said anything. I don't want to get into it. It's kind of silly, I guess. But, you know, your family's on there. My family? Yeah. I, I'm not following. Why would my, why would my family be on there? My son's just silly. I mean, he loves taking videos with this new toy. It's like, you know, we, you, your husband, Jim, your daughter, Tiffany, your son, Cole, everybody's on it. So you're filming my family with this drone? Oh, no, 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 no. I would never do that. My son is doing it. But I got to yeah, say, I, think... I got to say, wait, you are our favorite character out of everybody. I know character? It's like kind of weird talking to you. I'm like blushing right now just thinking about it. Okay, this is just a kind of weird. Your son is filming my family. And why did you say character? I, I know it sounds bad when you repeat it like that, but it's just for entertainment. It's just a silly thing that My we're family doing. and my personal life is entertainment for you? Okay, well, listen. Okay, we moved into the neighborhood about three months ago, and... You know, we were talking about getting cable, but it's so expensive. Have you looked at the prices? I mean, my son came up with this idea, which I thought very inventive. You know, flying the drone around the neighborhood, and then after dinner, we just all sit down and watch the neighbors' lives. You know, it's like a TV show. I'm not comfortable. I think that you're completely in the wrong here. This is a violation of our privacy. This seems so out of character for you. Excuse me? I am a real person. This is my real life. What do you think? This is a reality show? Well, that's where it's even better because, you know, reality shows scripted. This is real. I'm going to call the police. I wouldn't do that if I were you. We've looked into the laws and technically we're shooting from above the street. So not over your property. And it's actually legal. Regardless of it being illegal, I'm your neighbor. Yes. And I'm saying... I'm more than a neighbor. I'm your fan, is what I'm saying. I am and I just want to say, this. good for you with that treadmill. Excuse you go. Excuse me? Yeah, you have been really consistent except for Tuesday. Uh, and we are seeing a difference. You're watching me exercise on my treadmill? 
Are you serious? I feel like it's very motivational. I mean, I feel like it's had me make some big changes in my life. Yeah, and Tiffany's think... flute playing, can I just say, getting this better is... every day. This is totally inappropriate. You're you're watching my kids? Well, listen, I think that this might be a benefit to you because uh... there is something I need to tell you. I don't want to be a rat, but Cole is hiding candy in his closet, and I just thought you should know. Okay, you know what? I'm calling the police. <gasps> Did you just shut the shades? You're watching me right now? Wait a minute. You said your drone crashed on the roof. How are you watching me? Well, that was the first drone that crashed up there, but the other two are still active. What? How many drones do you have watching my family? Do you just have a whole garage full of them? And this isn't funny. There's something wrong with no. you. You're not watching a show. No. This is my life. No, it's not. I'm not watching you. This is a prank phone call. It's a joke. Oh, my God. My <laughs> yeah. heart is racing. I'm so sorry. This is Brooke from the radio show Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's a phone tap, all courtesy of your husband. He said, oh. you he said somebody's been flying a drone in your neighborhood, and he just wanted to freak you out. Oh, my God. And wait, <laughs> is Cole really hiding candy? I don't know. That's, <laughs> That's the information he gave me. <laughs> I would check all drawers, though. Those kids are sneaky. <laughs> Wake up every morning with phone tabs. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Let's just all admit, sometimes we can get a little too competitive when playing games. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. natural. Yeah, it happens to everyone. Mm-hmm. One minute you're happily playing Jenga with your spouse. Mm-hmm. The next, you're holding a screwdriver to their neck because you know <laughs> you saw them use two hands to pull that block. It's intense, Jeffrey. I will, I will take you yeah. out right now. I'm going to win this game. Well, the guy on the phone with us today admits... As a screwdriver. <laughs> no, he admits he let his ego get the best of him on his date. Uh-oh. And what was supposed to be a fun, flirty little competition kind of escalated into something not very fun. Oh, okay. not good. So now he's just hoping to get another chance. We'll see if we can help him out in your second date update coming up right after this. Moving 92.5. Second date update. You know, when you think of the most fun and romantic times to be dating, okay. I think there's a few eras that definitely stand out. Hmm. You know, like the 1950s with drive-in movies and sock hops. Yeah, malt and malt. Milkshake counters. What were Mm -hmm. those called? Like where you sat and you each had a straw. Yeah, you split in a shake. Shake Shack? No, that's not it either. (laughs) There's also the Roaring Twenties, too. With flapper girls and speakeasies. Mm -hmm. It was always a party. But probably the most romantic era was the Middle Ages. What? Oh, yeah. Just taking that special lady to a book burning, (laughs) going on a moonlit witch hunt, Uh. while the smell of rotting flesh just wafts through the town, and then you lock lips as the crowd chants, Burn her! That is that, that was dark. Would you like to burn the steak, my lady? Wow. <laughs> Who are we gonna decapitate tonight? Oh, it gets me in the mood oh, every time, oh, I'll tell right. you. Uh, I'm not the only one, because there's another guy out there who knows just how romantic the Renaissance was. Uh-oh. His name is Darren. Uh, He's on the phone with us right now a for a second Ooh. date update. What's up, Darren? Hey, hey everybody. How's it going? Yeah. I'm, I'm hey. guessing, I'm guessing, I'm going to go out on a limb here, that we're leading to your Ren Fair type of guy. <laughs> I 
I mean, I don't know if I'm that type of guy, but I did actually go to a Renaissance fair for sure, and I had a blast. I've been to a few. They're actually really fun, whether you're into it or not. All all people ever tell me about them is the turkey legs or whatever y'all eat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to buy one. What's the name of the fair maiden that you took to the (laughs) Renaissance fair? It was on a blind date. My buddy Troy was really digging on this girl, and... And so he asked me to be a wingman for him. And so oh, so it was I, like a group of you that went. Yeah, there were four of us. And so I went and my, you know, I was with Melissa. Okay. And okay. did you guys dress up for this? I mean, were you in full medieval yeah, garb? <laughs> Not full medieval garb. I don't have full medieval garb. But oh, okay. um, Troy bought us. I don't know if he was just he was just being nice and probably showing off a little bit. But right when you enter, you can buy a few bits and pieces. And he bought us a hat and like he bought me a scarf with this arm guard. Uh, so we, you know, we kind of looked the part for okay. sure. Oh. Yeah. What kind of date activities do you do at a Renaissance fair? Like, do they have couples bloodletting? No. <laughs> what? What do you do that's romantic there? Couples <laughs> bloodletting. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think of what that era had. Um, no, we. I mean, mostly, like, the most entertaining part at the beginning was just sort of taking in all the people, just, like, watching all the folks who, who did take it really seriously. I was so surprised at, like, the number of folks who... I mean, they had like an entire separate wardrobe or maybe they walk around like this out in the world and I just never (laughs) seen them. I feel like we're hearing a lot about the Renaissance Fair and not so much about Melissa. Like, what did you feel like? It's a blind date. You didn't know anything going in. Well, I mean, we we were having a blast. Like, I felt like we were just laughing and having fun. It was just really easy. Was there chemistry? So, I mean, was there like a romance? I, I felt like there was. Like, yeah, you know, it's by the end of it, before we went to the jousting match, we were like, you know, we would be walking and kind of like rubbing elbows, and you know, like we were getting closer. And okay. medieval times, that was practically sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how you allowed. made babies back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she showed her elbows. What? Yeah, she wow. let me see her elbow. Right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good though. That's were, good. So, w- were there any lowlights of the Renaissance Fair though? I mean, she did confide that she was a volleyball player in college, and so I figured she was an athlete. How is that a confession? Bro. What do you mean confide? Yeah. Well, we watched the jousting where the you know there were like knights on horses, and it was tons of fun. Then they opened up this sort of participant jousting section where you had to stand on a log and. You sort of like poke each other with these foam tip lances and Okay. So we jumped on the balance log and started goofing with each other with these lances and she throttled me. She like landed me <laughs> a, a hit. Like a glance off my shoulder and hit me in the neck and I went oh. down. Oh, oh no. Did she apologize? She I mean he was laughing, Troy was <laughs> laughing, his date was laughing. I just sort of played it off like everything was cool, but I don't know if it was the mead or the grog or whatever, but uh, I jumped back on that log and I went after it. Uh-oh. Oh, oh no. no. You, you saw up. red. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I just wanted... <laughs> I just wanted to let her know that, yes, you're an athlete, but, you know, I can play this game, too. Oh, so competitiveness. Mm. Okay. I've been working with a Lance for years, yeah. so I'm going to show you who's boss. Is that fun? I was having a good time. I am. I was a little worried and am a little worried that I might have taken that just a little too far. Oh, yeah. I'm a man. I can't get beat by a woman. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like the vibe it you're sending like, off right but now. But it's in keeping with the Renaissance theme. Yeah. So <laughs> you're just in character. That's not showing who you really are.
correct. Right? But I, I think that we had enough of a great time that I could put it back together. I mean, we, we like laughed and giggled almost the whole time. It how was really the, fun. How did the Renaissance Fair end between you two? Was there a kiss or a hug? You know, there wasn't a kiss or a hug because we were with, you know, we were in the sort of duo date moment. But we definitely left. I definitely left showing interest. And I asked for her number. And she seemed very eager to give it another run. Okay. Yeah. Let's see what she has to say. We're going to play a song. We'll come back. We'll call the fair maiden Melissa for you. (laughs) And we'll try and get you your second date update. All right, Darren? I really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, hold on. Second date update. If you're just tuning in for the second date update, we've got Darren on the phone. He recently wingmanned for his buddy at a renaissance fair. Yeah. And his blind date there was a woman named Melissa. He says they had a great time together checking out the medieval merch, drinking Mm -hmm. mead. But things got a little weird when they did some playful jousting using (laughs) foam lances. Darren lost to Melissa in the first round, got knocked off his perch. So he was embarrassed and came back, went full Sir Galahad on his date. What's that? <laughs> I think I think we know what that means. It's famous night from yeah. the from the Renaissance yeah, time. I had on, never heard of it. Okay, well. talk about Sir Arthur. That's what I'm talking about. Merlin, baby. Okay, well, Darren knows who Sir Galahad was, and he channeled that, and you know, basically beat the crap out of Melissa with the foam lance. So he's worried maybe he got a little too intense in the moment, and that could be the reason that she's been blowing him off. Is that right, Darren? That is right, yeah. yeah. Okay. Pretty much recapped it pretty well. He liked it all. He's still laughing, thinking oh, about the memory that. of knocking her to the ground. Well, and it was like, I, it sounds like you were kind of intimidated that she was a collegiate athlete to me. I mean, Alexis mm. was a collegiate athlete on our show. That's I mean, true. do dudes yeah. get really competitive with you because they knew you'd... I mean, if I was to get beat by a guy, though, like, I wouldn't stop till I can try to beat him. So I think you have a good chance of getting her back. Oh, she just wants to So that she can joust you again. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love that. Good. Okay, well, let's give her a call and find out what the reason is. Here we go. Hello. Hi, is this Melissa? Yeah. Hi, Melissa. My name's Jeffrey from the radio show Brooke and Jeffrey in the Morning. You have a second to talk with us? Um, I guess. Um, this is strange. <laughs> Sorry. I know it's a little bit weird, but I'm here with my co-hosts, Brooke and Jose. Hey! And Alexis, Alexis is here, yeah. too. Hi, Melissa. Hi. Um, what is this about? This is about a segment that we do called the Second Date Update. It's where if you go out with someone and afterwards, if they're not calling you back, you can email our show and we'll reach out to your date for you to try and figure out the reason why they're ghosting. Okay. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah, it makes sense. It doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know know who would be calling you about me, but okay. Well, Well, the guy that emailed us. Maybe you don't recognize him in his normal clothes, but maybe he's wearing his <laughs> night costume. Oh, uh, okay. It sounds familiar. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, it still sounds crazy, but it's... Yeah. I'm talking about Darren. Mm-hmm. That you went okay. to the Renaissance Fair with? Yes, we did. We did that. Okay. <laughs> okay. The reason that Darren reached out to us is because he says he had a great time hanging out with you, but afterwards you've been blowing him off, and he's not quite sure why. Well, first of all, I think it's crazy that he's reaching out to get in touch with me. That is beyond, beyond. But yeah. I'm going to, you know, yeah, I'm going to go along with this and say, yes, we had a good time. It was great. Well, if you had a good time, how come you're not calling him back then? 
Is it because he got a little too competitive when he was jousting you? I mean, he told us that you took him down and his little male ego got hurt. And so he got up and maybe got a little too competitive. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. He did get competitive. And I i mean, you know, I'm competitive, too. So I definitely understand the spirit of retaliation. Okay. And I also understand how fragile the male ego is. So, I, you know, I let him I let him win a couple, you know, after that, you know. Oh, you let him win. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. Was that a turnoff? Was that like why? I mean, why you don't like? No, him? I mean, I'm used to that. I'm, you know, I'm a woman, so I'm used to. Yeah, that. right. Yeah. Like for that. sure. So it wasn't really. It wasn't terrible. We laughed a lot. It was cool, but we were like walking around and stuff. And he said something to me that that threw me off. Okay. At the time, I didn't really know. So I said to him that I had never been to a Renaissance festival, which I hadn't. Okay. He said that. He had never been to a Renaissance Festival, which I didn't find unusual because it's not like people go to those all the time. I guess they, I don't know. All but right. He said that he hadn't been to that type of festival, but he had been to a fairy festival. A fairy festival? Oh. Like elves and fairies? Is that what you mean? No, like furry. Like, like, oh, you know, like furry. furry. Way, like oh, furry. Way different. Yeah, that's yeah. not the same. Oh, my gosh. I know. <laughs> Furries <laughs> where you dress up in the big animal costumes and oh. they say it's not necessarily a sexual thing, but you... It is, but though. the romance happens. Well, based on... Okay, so I didn't know what that was, but I was just like, you know, okay, I was just going to take that home because I like to Google things. So when oh, I, God. I so you, I looked I looked into it like what kind of festival is this thinking like well maybe we could do that the next time you know oh, yeah no. I mean you could so, so I looked at, you know so I looked it up and I was like whoa oh okay <laughs> yeah. yeah and totally. you so I guess I don't need to tell y'all you said it's like a festival for you I know I think they like, call them conventions orgies are, I don't I don't know that they always are though because I had a girlfriend stay at a hotel once that had a furry convention going on. She mm-hmm. hooked up with one, didn't she? No, but there was like schedules for like nap time in the lobby where they would all go cuddle together. What? And she said when you would get in the elevator with them, they would all pack in together because they like to be really yeah. close I, and no, tight I together. Heard of this. I don't, That's I don't what my friend said. Oh, really? Was it really your friend? <laughs> quote unquote? I have she this was on weird friend. Who, <laughs> I who, swear. And I just happen to know all the details about. The convention <laughs> from what she told me. Obviously, I didn't go. I think it's fascinating. Okay, yeah. but for you, Melissa, the, but I've the heard furry... that it's not always sexual. That's what I'm saying. Sure, but for you, sure. Melissa, well, the... what I read was quite sexual and it was quite freaky and a little bit <laughs> too freaky for me. And I'm like, you know, if we go out, I don't want him trying to, you know, put me in some bunny. No, <laughs> you don't want to be a little panda bear. No, I didn't want this to escalate into anything that I was not comfortable with. So I just decided that I wasn't going to call him back. That's well, all. I'm sorry. I know that you don't like escalating things, but I have to escalate this conversation just a little bit <laughs> and let you know. Darren has actually been on the other line listening, and he heard everything that you said. Why would you set me up like that? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's part of the show. He was desperate. Darren, take off your giant squirrel head. Are you still there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I am still here. I am. Did you hear what Melissa said? Why she's freaked out? I did. I'm I'm like, I actually forgot that I even brought that up. It was just like not even a thing. For me, it was just like a silly little, you know, wingman date kind of experience. Similar to this like Ren Fair thing. You um, wingmanned at a furry convention too? <laughs> Who are you hanging out with? I think it's fine. It was not pitched to me as a furry festival it was pitched to me as like a animal costume thing oh, 
okay. I mean, honestly, like, I was curious, and there were some really interesting behaviors going on, yeah. and I was just sort of a fly on the wall. Melissa, oh, you watched, Melissa uh, are you listening to him? I mean, I think it sounds like he went to this thing once. He wanted to see what it's about. Check it out. I mean... I don't think he's yeah. going to put you in a puppy costume anytime soon. Yeah, I, I, I could have overreacted. You know, Google will have me doing that, though. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. But, Darren, did you participate? I know you were a wingman, but did you participate in any of the extracurricular? You know, like that, oh, the, my God. The, the, the adult stuff. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I get what you're asking, Melissa, and I'm so embarrassed uh, that I have to answer this, but no, no, I did not participate. Uh, I watched some interesting stuff go on, but I did not do any of it. Okay. Didn't... I think that it's cool, Melissa. Don't you think just watching people do weird stuff is maybe worse <laughs> than just participating? Oh, guys. No, I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's wrong with just Look. bars? Okay. I don't want people have to go to these places. <laughs> <laughs> you do go to bars, but you're dressed like a squirrel. Yeah. yeah. People watching is okay, but, you know. That's yeah. a little different, though. <laughs> at least he didn't wingman at BronyCon. Then it'd, be a, <laughs> then it'd be a different story, maybe. I'd still be okay with that. Okay. I don't know. Don't oh, Google anything anymore. Oh, I'm like, you know, it's, I can't believe that I'm letting you all let me know that I'm a square. This is terrible. Well, <laughs> well hold on. Maybe He's we like, I don't know. Maybe we can round you out a little bit because we want to offer to send you on another date with Darren and we'll pay for it. Yeah. Doesn't have to be to any convention, maybe just a normal dinner date. That might be a better like reset. Yeah, you could start by wearing a wig, and then we'll build up to like more and more of a costume thing. Oh, Darren loves it. <laughs> there you go. Okay, as, as long as he wears one. <laughs> okay. So that's a yes. That is a yes. Oh, All right. Yay! I think that's awesome. Congratulations, right. Darren. You got your second date. We did it. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Melissa, you won't be disappointed. Yeah, you won't be disappointed until he takes off the giraffe costume. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You say he's overcompensating. <laughs> Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. I'm not sure if you know this, but I'm a man. Uh, I, I, I didn't know. And I was very unclear. Well, surprise. Yeah. Man hey, in the room. Learn something new every day. And as a man, oh. I can tell you there's certain things that all guys naturally fear. Okay. First visit to the proctologist. Mm. Ooh, very yeah. scary. That's the, that's the oh, man. One. It must be. Yeah, that's it. That's Jose. Yeah, okay. God. Yeah, that's oh, scary. God. Also, <laughs> asking strangers for directions. Oh, dude, never. I no. Refuse. It's built what? into me. I'm not going to do it. I'd rather be lost in the woods and die than ask for directions. so dumb. And worst of all, it's getting publicly rejected by a beautiful woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All too often. Yeah. It made me shudder just thinking about it. <laughs> it's very embarrassing, though. Jose's really used to it. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, there's an option to save us men from facing their biggest fear. It's called the loser line. Oh, yeah. The phone number thousands of people can give out if someone undesirable is making moves on them. Okay. In the last year, we've had over 30,000 requests for the loser line <laughs> phone number. Dang. That's a lot That's of saving so men sad. from their fears. Dude, we had to switch out the machine I mean, once. And it's just all those men thinking that they really got a phone number. <laughs> 
But we got some hilarious voicemails coming in just over this weekend. We'll play them for you in a brand new loser line at 810. Hey, girl. What's up with you? Wait a minute. Is this the right number? It's um the loser line. Come on. Just call me back. If you haven't heard the loser line before, it works like this. Let's say a guy approaches you while you're out at the bar and uses this charming pickup line on you. Excuse me, miss. Has anyone ever told you that you have the cutest smile when you sleep? What? (laughs) I've been watching you. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) After he says that, whatever you do, do not call the police. Actually, maybe maybe you should call the cops on that one. But just to be safe, when he's looking to make his one free phone call from jail, give him the number to the loser line. Uh, Yeah, that is good. So hopefully he leaves an awkward voicemail that we can play on the air. Voicemails like this one. Next message. Hey, Sierra. Hey, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I called you a couple times. I didn't mean to. Um, I, I know you're busy. With, you're probably busy, but I just wanted to check to make sure because I, I don't know. I had we had a great night the other night, and I wanted to make sure we were still on for Sunday. And I know we were like sort of talking and said six, but if you want to come back to my place later, my neighbor has like a hundred inch TV and a big window. I've watched whole movies through that thing. It is like it's the best. It's so awesome. Like it's like like I know it's like through the window. There's like my window and then there's the next window. So sometimes depending on like the time of night you can't really see that well. But like the screen is like really big. I watched like all of Philadelphia the other day. I was like, man, that movie is so good. I love Tom Hanks. He's just good in everything he does. I I don't know how he does it. Um, just uh, let me know. Next message. Oh wow! Yeah, you can't you can't hear anything, but no. you can see it great. Yeah. And I want to make fun, but I would have dated this dude. <laughs> I mean, I dated guys that lived in their cars. Do you, do you think he yells I, over know. like, "Hey, will you pause it? I have to go to the bathroom." <laughs> yeah, we'll be right. right back. He's also yeah. like, and they have like tons of great beer in the fridge in their yeah. garage too. Yeah, he just lives on. <laughs> <the beer. laughs> Next message. Hey, baby. I'm just giving you a call. Um, can't wait to see you again. Uh, I know I left you a little bit, uh, a little teased last time I saw you. Oh. want to let you know what my quirks were, and I let you in on a little secret. What I want. What I want from you. Q-tip. Ooh. What? <laughs> That's right. You put that Q-tip in my ear. You're going to drive me crazy, baby. Oh, <laughs> just rub it around. <laughs> Oh, girl. <laughs> All right, call me back. Bye. Next message. Oh, my God. Hey, I can relate. I absolutely love putting Q-tips in my ear. I know you're not supposed to, what? but every time it just feels so good every day. As a thing, though? Is it a thing? I mean, it could, it could come in, it become could, a thing? It's like bringing food into the bedroom. Oh, you know? right. You uh-huh. it's not you the can, same. You can combine No, them. that yeah. is disgusting. <laughs> Do that they, is absolutely gross. Do they sell Q-tips in different sizes too? Like I haven't looked. He probably wants that extra large Q-tip. Yeah, get really those in there. fluffy ones. Yeah, <laughs> really get deep in there. Yeah. Before I play this next clip, though, there's a lot of loser line calls we get that don't make a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. You kind of have to read in between the lines about what they're getting at. So let's see if we can figure this one out. Okay. Next message. Hey, uh, I just wanted to call since you gave me your number. I'm not trying to be creepy or anything. Uh, I, I need to be blindfolded. Um, also, like, I need Enya playing while you do that because it calms me, makes it easier. Uh, let me know. Thanks. 
Next message. Was Enya playing in the Enya background? Enya was in the background. That was Sail Away, my favorite song. What's he talking about, though? I don't know, but I think he could be friends with the Q-tip guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's talking about trying on shoes. No. Really? Wants to be blindfolded no. and listen to Enya. That's the new policy at Foot Locker. That's what no. I've heard. I was like, what lines do you need to read between, Jeffrey? (laughs) This seems pretty direct to me. Oh, that's a normal call for you. Okay, Okay, I don't know. (laughs) Next message. Hey. Um, I think if I call you by this name, you'll remember who I am. Uh, My little teddy bear. (laughs) I hope you remember that I called you my little teddy bear because you're kind of hairy, and I like that. I'm looking for a little teddy bear that I can cuddle and maybe throw up in the air and squeal with delight. And so don't do anything to change the way you look before we see each other, okay? And I'm really looking forward to it. So um, I won't leave my number because you're smarter than that, you little teddy bear. So call me, okay? I know what I know about guys with little hands. Next message. Oh, wow. <laughs> is he a tiny little hairy man, or is she just a very large woman who is know. able to throw a grown man into the sky? No, I think she got the loser line phone number from an actual teddy bear. Like she was in like she a toy like store. She was like a build-a-bear yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, creeped one of them out, so. You know, they have those voices, those <laughs> little voice boxes. <laughs> yeah, she definitely has a weird relationship with all her stuffed animals at home, yeah, though. Definitely. <laughs> Next message. Hey, Julie, it's Dylan. Just calling to tell you it was really nice to meet you, and my offer still stands. Love to have you come over and come hang out, watch some Netflix. We could watch Tiger King. I'm a big Tiger King fan. Nope. I've watched it 54 times. Whoa. It's a lot, but. Joe Exotic Filler, he's a crack-up. And he's not a half-bad singer either. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Call me back in an hour or so. I mean, I'll, I'll probably sober up. Next message. <laughs> probably, but probably not. Yeah, probably I couldn't not. watch Tiger King. Fi- I couldn't get through one time of Tiger King. Oh, I had to turn so it good. off after episode five. I'm like, I can't handle the crazy. There's so much crazy in the world. I don't need more crazy. And what? just a spoiler alert, everyone that loves his voice, which I did include it, it's not his real voice. It's not? Oh. It blew it for me. Yeah, he has music videos and stuff. No, it's a voiceover. Google it. Well, Man. when you're as drunk as that caller was, yeah. doesn't make a difference who's singing. You're going to enjoy it every time. Oh, very true. Uh, guaranteed that guy just cut himself a mullet. Yeah. <laughs> Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning.